What's going on guys? Welcome back to Gangrene Talk. I'm your host, Nick Bon Jovi. It's been two weeks since my last upload, but now that training camp is back, I will be posting weekly. I don't know what day yet, but I will be posting once a week. And then when the season starts, I'm, I'll try to get twice a week. We'll see how school goes and all that, if I can do twice a week, but definitely at least once per week. Um, with that being said, a lot has happened in the last two weeks, even with no games being played. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it. Jesse Bates, hint, hint, question mark of him possibly coming to the Jets. It's probably not going to happen. Um, I completely doubt if it will happen. Um... Jeremy Fowler of ESPN on July 20th hinted towards the Jets making another big splash and then looking to add a rangy center fielder at safety who would elevate uh, what should be a, an emerging defense. Um, I think that was a hint at Jesse Bates. I don't think it's going to happen, to be totally honest with you. I think that's a really, I think that's a long shot. Um, yeah, he's frustrated with Cincinnati. For sure, he's definitely frustrated there. Um, with the contract extensions and the talks and all that, I don't see it happening by any means. Um, so we're not really going to talk about it much because, like I said, don't see it happening. I want to make sure he didn't sign a contract between me writing the notes and... Okay, so he's just going to play on the... On the Franchise tag one year, twelve point nine one one million dollars. Yeah, he, he no player likes to play on the tag. They like to have the security of the contract. Moving on, Jets alternate helmet to be worn with the black jersey on October thirtieth, November twenty seventh, and December twenty second. Really cool black helmet. I'm sure you guys all saw it. Um, it's gonna look really, really nice. Really nice. Um, I'm happy that. They were able to do that. I, the helmet looks really cool. Being totally honest, what did I post about it? Did I delete it? No. Okay, here it is. Black helmet, green face mask, Jets logo. Looking look really, really nice with the black unit. These players seem to love it already. So I'm hoping after this year that that they can make this a permanent change and they wear it every time they wear the black unis. Because the green helmet, it, it looked a little weird. I didn't hate it, but it looked a little weird, looked a little off when they wore the black unis with the green helmet. I'm trying to find a picture here to look at this again. Yeah, it, it looks a little, looks a little weird. I don't know. The green on the shoulder pads and around the numbers isn't the same green on the jersey, and it looks a little weird to me. So I'm glad that they came out with a black jersey. So it's good to see. Um. Last time I uploaded, there was a whole lot of Zach Wilson, um, what's it called? A whole lot of Zach Wilson drama, which he was asked about, I'm sure. He was asked about uh, from the media once training camp started. Asked about that. CJ Ozama wore a shirt that said Zach Wilson's like person of the year 
as he walked in the first day of camp, and I just thought that was funny. I really like Ozama's presence in the locker room. He's a really nice, funny guy. Tries to keep the vibes positive, um, because it's going to be a very up-and-down season. There's going to be probably more lows than highs, if I had to guess, unless they just really just rail, just put together some a good football team in this short amount of time and really start to win games. It's going to be a lot more downs than ups. And it's going to be important for them to keep their heads high and know that, that this is part of the process. And, like, Rome wasn't built in a day, so they really just got to know that um, it, it's, it's going to be difficult and they just got to learn that, hey, this is the NFL. It's not It's not easy to win in this league. You need a lot of things to go right. So they just got to stay and keep their heads held high. And I think Ozama's going to do a huge thing, a huge, I'm sorry, I think he's going to be a huge part of that for sure. Um, two years ago on, what's the date? I got to find the date now because I wrote, I wrote up these notes a while ago. Haven't been able to record. Um, two years ago on... July 25th, Jamal Adams was traded to the Seattle Seahawks. And at the time, I was at Static. You know, the two first-round pits, the two seconds, all great. Um, the trade ended up being Jamal Adams and cornerback Kobe Bryant for Elijah Vera Tucker and Garrett Wilson. And Bradley McDougal, technically. But as of right now, this is what we got out of it. Elijah Vera Tucker and Garrett Wilson for Jamal Adams and Kobe Bryant. That's pretty crazy, honestly. Um, Joe Douglas, absolute fleece. Absolute fleece. Um, and honestly, Garrett Wilson doesn't even have to really be a stud for them to win this trade. They didn't have to pay that head case. He was a cancer in the locker room. And this team couldn't afford that. You know, affording like they really just couldn't afford that type of mentality in the locker room. It would have been really bad. It would have been really, really bad if they paid him all the money that he wanted. And also, safeties don't prevent you really from winning Super Bowls. They also don't win you Super Bowls either. So, so I'm really happy that they let him go. Personally, I don't think there's any Jeff fan out there that isn't happy that. He didn't like uh didn't get let go. But that's just me. Um training camp day one pretty good for the boys. Um Asala says this is one of the biggest things, one of the biggest headlines so far at camp was uh Makai Betton started practice at right tackle and Fant was at left tackle. Um but Salah did reiterate that Makai's days at left tackle are not over. But Fant did start at left tackle. So right now, George Fant's our left tackle. Makai Becton's our right tackle. Um, AVT is on the right. Lincoln Thomas is on the left. Connor McGovern's in the middle. I don't care what happens there. Who's on what side. Unless. All, all I want is for the old line to be good. I don't want Zach running for his life. I really don't. I hate seeing that. Because it really gives him no chance. Zero, zero chance to do 
anything to do literally anything i i i, I just can't go through another year of that so it, it it's really important that whatever decision that sala and the co other coaches and front office make that whoever is playing left tackle whoever's playing right tackle whatever whatever position is just protecting zach at the end of the day keeping him off the ground that's a huge huge thing um but also that day zach wilson and sauce Gardner were the first two players on the field love to see that uh zach is always the first one there he's easily first two nice to see sauces there um i read the other day that after practice before practice whatever zach wilson and sauce are constantly sharing notes um really learning from each other and maybe one sees something that the other doesn't and they point it out and then they go work on it practice or they try to add something to their game like sauce might be like hey zach uh, i i see like i'm really able to like predict where you're gonna go based on your eyes maybe work on that something like that or zach's like oh hey i realize your you get beat on a certain route so let's try to clean that up some something like that i'm sure that goes on it's iron shop sharpens iron for sure um offensive line defensive line quarterback and defense everything water uh wide receiver and corner it's everything they're learning from each other and that's great i really think that's great um zach had a solid day until he th threw a red zone pick he did that the first couple days of practice i believe he ended practice with a red zone pick it sucks it's really annoying denzel mims has been kind of shining at camp a little bit um hey he, he he might be good we don't know uh joe douglas drafted him for a reason he believes that he that he can play so let's see what happens i i, I hope he's good i really do um five days ago what was that thursday i think yeah i believe it was thursday mid-afternoon um early evening new york jets have signed former 49ers and saints linebacker quan alexander to a one-year deal that was huge that was huge he he's he's great in coverage great in coverage um played for sala when he was in san francisco when he was DC, the defensive coordinator in San Francisco, um, the Jets have been linked to him for months, even before the draft. He's been linked to them basically all off season, and I'm really happy that they uh, got this done. He's gonna add an element to this defense that we were missing. Um, he's good in the run game. He's great in coverage. Um, he, he can go lock up a running back out of the backfield, and um, he, we were missing the linebacker depth. So putting him in a linebacker room with Quincy and um cj mosley is gonna be great it's gonna be absolutely great he's quick too i think he, he's gonna be really good for us i really think so and he's only 28 years old i can't believe no one scooped him up he's very good deshaun watson has been suspended six games due to sexual assault accusations that means he will miss week two against the new york jets and i put on instagram is it possible that the Jets could steal a win against the Browns week two without Deshaun Watson? It'll be Jacoby Brissett, more than likely. A lot of people call me crazy. Huh, I love Jets fans. Um, 
sarcastically saying, oh, I love Jets fans. They think that they can actually win and beat the Browns. Um, it's pathetic that our fan base thinks that we can win this game. Why? Why, why is it pathetic that we think that we can win this game? All we have to do, same thing week one, is find out how to stop the run. Stop the run. That's what they're gonna that's what that's that's what they're gonna try to do. Pound the ball down our throats with Nick Chubb. Week two. Hundred percent. That that offensive line and that defense is pretty solid. So they're definitely gonna have to score some points. Brissett might might get some open receivers downfield, maybe, but I I'm pretty confident that besides Amari Cooper, I don't really have anybody else to worry about. I really think it's possible for them to steal this game. I don't think we're at home. I know week one we are. Um, I would not be surprised as if week three, it, it, as if we're going to week three at home against the Bengals 2-0. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we're in Cleveland week two in Baltimore week one. Week four we're in Pittsburgh. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we're going back to MetLife 2-0 for Week 3 against the defending AFC champs. Would not be surprised. You may call me crazy for that. Go ahead. But as of right now, the Ravens have don't have a lot of weapons on offense for Lamar to throw to. Um, Hollywood's not there. It's Bateman, who's pretty good. Proche's pretty good. Proche, I don't know how to say his name. Mark Andrews is definitely going to be a handful. And I'm just hoping that he's rusty. Hasn't played in a long time because of the injury that he sustained last year. And they didn't win a game when he was out. Um, J.K. Dobbins coming off the ACL injury. Same thing with Gus Edwards. Both tore him. Um, and then on defense, they're getting Marlon Humphrey and Peters back. Both, both had injuries. They had... Kyle Hamilton, we don't know how he's going to really be. A lot of moving pieces there. Offensive line, a little different than all Bradley Bozeman, but they have Tyler Linderbaum, first NFL game against a, what should be really good Jets defensive line. You don't really know what's going to happen. A lot of moving pieces in and out of this lineup. So it's it's possible the Jets squeak one out against the Ravens. It's possible. But it's also possible that they lose by... 20 you don't really know people can be uh pleasuring at hurt between now and um what's it called between now and september 11th a lot of things can happen so i mean we'll see um anything else oh fantasy football rankings i got some dms about how you guys enjoyed the rankings. We did quarterbacks and running backs, I believe, last week, uh, two weeks ago. Those have changed, by the way. Um, McCaffrey is now my one for any of you, for all my friends out there that know that I have the first pick in one league, the second pick in the other. I'm going Christian McCaffrey in both those leagues, so letting you know now. But wide receiver and tight ends are now up. The, if these rankings have changed since... I don't know, the beginning of July. I'll make changes on the fly, but if they haven't, I'll just go into it. Number one, Cooper Cup. Um, Low-key, Justin Jefferson, but these two, so they're kind of interchangeable. Really good for PPR. I mean, who doesn't play PPR? It's just weird if you don't. Jamar Chase is three. 
has a lot of upside. That offense is pretty explosive. I can definitely see him finishing in the top three this year. Devontae Adams, four. He has a slight downgrade quarterback, and I say slight because Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers is top three, so that's why I say slight. Still going to have a good year. Debo Samuel, I have it five. I'm going to move him down. I have Dades at five. C.D. Lamb at six. Sorry, I did these a while ago. Mike Evans and Keenan Allen seven eight, Hill at nine, Debo at ten. That's what I'm. That's the new ranks. Um, Debo got paid, so I don't know what that's gonna look like. He had a really really good year last year, and when he didn't get the receiving yards and the catches, he got all the rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns. But he already stated he does not wanna be a running back this year unless you pay him like to be a running back but there were incentives in his new contract he'll get an extra few million dollars if he hits like 385 rushing yards or something like that so maybe he'll be a top seven ish wide receiver this year we don't really know uh until we probably get a little deeper into august but after uh debo at 10 with Dates at 5, CeeDee Lamb at 6, Keenan at 7, Evans at 8, Tyreek at 9, Debo at 10. We got Deontay Johnson slotted at 11. I think he's going to be a really, really good receiver this year. Um, he's always consistent. He's always gets you about 16 points a game. So that's why I have him outside the top 10. T. Higgins can make a case for top 10 probably by the end of the year. Like I said, same thing with Jamar Chase. Extremely, extremely explosive offense. DJ Moore, I don't know how I feel about him. This, I have him at 13. That could change. I really want to move Chris Godwin up to 13 because it looks like he's going to be ready for week one. If not, probably two or three. But I think if you have a fourth round pick and you don't really like who's on the board there, maybe you reach a little bit and you take him. And maybe not fourth, maybe sixth or seventh round pick. Because right now on Yahoo, he's going in the 10th, 11th, 12th round. That's where he's slotted to go. Same thing with DeAndre Hopkins. Really, really late. I mean, Hopkins is serving an eight-game suspension. I want to say it's eight. eight. Is it less? Is it four? Is it eight? How much is it? I forget. I got I to gotta look it up now. I don't remember what it is. Um, gotta find it, gotta find it, gotta find it. Where is it? Why isn't it just telling me how many games he suspended? I gotta go read a whole article for this. It's six games. Okay. That's a little better than eight then. I'm, I'm actually maybe taking them a little higher now. Um, Jalen Waddle is going to be good. Uh, I think that offense, there's too many weapons to honestly worry about. Maybe too much over-the-top help that Tyreek's going to be open over the middle because Jalen Waddle, sorry, Jalen Waddle, there's going to be too much over-the-top help on Tyreek Hill that Jalen Waddle will come free over the middle underneath. But I don't know if Tua can really get it to Tyreek. So maybe there's going to be a, some fast guys running some crossers, some dreads, slants, all that good stuff. A.J. Brown, I'm not a huge fan of him this year. He's going to 
even more run-heavy offense um, with a quarterback that can't throw as well as Tannehill. I don't like A.J. Brown personally, but I do like Devontae Smith because A.J. Brown's going to draw a lot of double coverage, and that's going to leave Devontae Smith wide open. And uh, he, he built a decent amount of chemistry with Jalen Hurts this past season, so I can definitely see that working out. DK just got paid. Same thing with Terry. Don't know how I feel about them. Brandon Cooks, I like him, but in the sixth round, I don't like the value that you get from him right there. So I'm going to stay away from that. Michael Pittman, people like that that he can possibly have a really, really good year with Matt Ryan. I think it's possible. I'm not that high on him, though, as much as any of everybody else. Amari Cooper, I don't know. Watson suspended now. He drops a little. Mike Williams going to have a good year for sure. Justin Herbert might win MVP. Darnell Mooney's good. Amon Ross St. Brown. Michael Thomas. Juju. Hunter Renfro. Bateman. Rashad Bateman's going to have a really good year with Lamar as the number one wide receiver over there. Elijah Moore. We see, if you're a Jets fan, you're listening to this. So you know that his connection with Zach Wilson is unlike, is it's just like any other's number one wide receiver with their quarterback. Maybe not to that extent, but I think it's possible that he becomes a very, very good top 12 wide receiver this year in fantasy-wise. Um, Hollywood, Allen Robinson is going to have a hell of a year. Please draft him. Please draft him. I know he screwed a lot of people last year, including myself. He screw- royally screwed me over. But it wasn't his fault. Matt Nagy and the Bears didn't want to play him. They didn't want to throw him the ball. So that, I blame that on them. I think he's going to have a really, really good year as the number two option in, in that Rams offense. I think it's going to be really good. Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. I really like Sutton. I think he's the number one receiver there. I think he's going to have a DK, Tyler Lockett type of year with over 1,000 yards, probably six, seven-ish touchdowns, 80-something catches. I think he's going to have a really, really good year. Gabe Davis is the number two in Buffalo. Going to have a good year. Same thing with J- Jameson Crowder. Also going to have a good year. He's going to fill that Cole Beasley type role, that slot receiver role. He's going to be good for the Bills down the stretch. Tyler Lockett's always always pretty decent. Adam Thielen's very touchdown dependent. I don't really like, I, I try to stay away from him. DeAndre Hopkins talked about him already. Robert Woods coming off the ACL injury. He's, the number one, he's now the number one receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Christian Kirk, you don't pay a guy all that money to not play or not really get force fed the ball i think he's gonna get the ball a lot and there's a lot of guys left on this list um but th- there's definitely a bunch of guys that i really like and i really don't like and then there's sleepers but let's cover the tight ends first uh, travis kelsey is number one obviously i mean if you think otherwise you're wrong mark andrews is two for sure number three is kyle pitts He's going to have a breakout year. I don't care that Marcus Mariota is there. They're going to be down in almost every game that they play. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. I really like Kyle Pitts. Four for me is Darren Waller. I really think he has the ability to bounce back from last year. There's a lot of guys on that offense that they got to worry about now. Now they add Devontae Adams. They have to worry about him. Him and Renfro are going to get open a lot. That's going to create a lot of space for Darren Waller to leak out and uh, get open because he's more of a receiver than he is a tight end. Honestly, he's just a bigger body. Safeties can't guard that. They have no chance. Same thing with linebacker. He's too quick for them. I originally had Kittle at four, but I'm going to change that and move Dalton Schultz into that spot with James Washington tearing his ACL the other day at training camp. 
that's so unfortunate for him and the Cowboys. Um, Michael Gallup won't be ready from the torn ACL that he suffered in the middle of the year last year. They got CeeDee Lamb and rookie wide receiver Jalen Tolbert. Dalton Schultz is going to be a very, very good tight end option, probably top five for fantasy for you. And he's getting drafted in the fifth to seventh round range. Has really good value for a tight end. Um, I like Mike Gesicki a lot for the reasons I mentioned before. Um, a, a lot of help is going to be going towards Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. It's going to leave a lot. They're going to probably forget about Gesicki a lot because you can't really worry. A, you don't want to get beat downfield, but it's not like you have a Mahomes. You have Tua. You don't know if you can get on the ball to get beat over the top. So Gesicki... Is also playing on that franchise tag. He's not. He's under contract. He's not under contract. He's fighting for a contract. Can definitely be very, very good. Teacher Hawkinson is going to be good. I think he's going to have a bounce back here. Last year was a little slow. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Goddard. Never really was. I like Dawson Knotts, uh, especially a little more this year. I feel like he's going to be used again in the red zone. He had about nine, ten touchdowns last year. He's pretty good. Zach Ertz is going to look really. I think he's going to look really, really good. Maybe throwback Zach Ertz. Um, with Diop gone, he was a huge part of that offense last year for Arizona. Going to be good. Pat Fryermuth is going to be a safety blanket for Pickett or Trubisky, whoever ends up getting the starting job. Definitely like him. Um, Noah Fan could be pretty good. Hunter Henry could be good. I really, really like Irv Smith and Gerald Everett. Irv Smith is the Minnesota Vikings. Tyler Conklin is now a New York Jet. So Irv Smith will now go into that starting tight end role. Conklin had about 40, 30 to 50 catch. I forget how many catches he had, but he had over 500 yards, a few touchdowns. Herb Smith, I think, might be able to get about 600, 700 yards. He might get 40, 50 catches and maybe a little bit, a few more touchdowns. I think Herb Smith is going to be a very, very good tight end option. If you don't like who's on the board earlier on or if you're afraid to reach on Pitts or Waller, or don't, or you like you don't want Kittle, and you want a tight end late, or even you want him if it's a keeper league and you want it like me or a dynasty and you like taking backup tight ends depending who your tight end is. I think Irv Smith's a great option for that. Same thing with Gerald Everett, first year in um, Los Angeles playing playing with the Chargers. I think he can have his best year yet. He's kind of like a receiver as well. I think he's gonna be very very good. Those are my receiver and tight end rankings. I guess I'll get get in. Eh, I don't really want to get into the stay away from. Eh, my friends aren't going to listen to this. They're not going to listen to fantasy football. I feel like this long, or a lot of them don't like to hear what I have to say. Some of them don't like. Some some of them don't agree. Some of them do agree. Um, stay away from players. I got a I got a huge list. Some of this has changed, so I won't be even mentioning the players. I'll probably put them in the target area. Dak Prescott never liked him. I know. I know a lot of people like him for fantasy. He's got. A, he gets a lot of garbage time points, but he has even less. He has the least amount of weapons he's ever had in his entire career this year, and I just don't like him. Uh, Kyler Murray off that huge, huge contract. I don't know if he'll play as well, and I personally don't think he's earned it. I think he's a solid option. Um, Lamar is on here, but I'm not doing. But I'm targeting him. Same thing with Rust. I think he's going to be pretty good. But the only reason why he was on the stay away from list, uh, 
was because I think it's going to take him a little while to click on offense. New offense, new head coach, new quarterback, new everything. It's going to take him a little while to settle in. Aaron Jones, a lot, a lot of people like him. Um, but I think they're, I think the Packers are going to the direction of a power run offense. Going to use... Um, so LeFleur was with Derrick Henry in Tennessee. So I think they're going to use... AJ Dillon in a way where they use uh, Derrick Henry and they might fade Aaron Jones out and then you say well maybe they'll put Aaron Jones at wide receiver well where would he play? The slot all they have is slot receivers with Randall Cobb and Amari Rogers or whatever the hell his name is and they have Alan Lazard they don't I think like if they're gonna put Aaron Jones at receiver, they they would put him in the slot because he can't beat a number one, number two corner on the outside. He doesn't have the ability to do that. A lot, a lot of people are starting to like Saquon Barkley. I don't want them to convince me or anyone else that they really like that. that why that they they should take him. I know Brian Dable is a really good offensive-minded coach, and he has the ability to get the best out of some players. But he didn't even try to run the ball. When he was with Buffalo. Didn't even try. So I don't really like that there. Offensive line still isn't great. Offense isn't good really at all. I don't like Saquon this year. I don't like Zeke for obvious reasons. James Conner, two touchdown dependent. I know he's the number one running back there. But way, way too touchdown dependent. No, we had a good year. But Cam Akers is here. I like him actually. Gibson is here. I really like Gibson. Montgomery, I don't like him because the offensive line got worse. Significantly worse. And uh, I think that they're gonna be really bad and losing a lot of games. He might get a those garbage time those garbage time dump offs, but I'm not a huge fan of Montgomery. Miles Sanders hate him. Same thing with Damian Harris. Absolutely hate him. Oh, Clyde Edwards Alaire hate might might even hate him even more. Um just Clyde Edwards Alaire just isn't a good running back. They got Ronald Jones. I think he'll win the job probably by week three or four. Damian Harris, two touchdown dependent, kinda like James Conner, but um Ramon J. Stevenson is a better runner. Definitely going to take that job. And uh, Miles Sanders, they just don't feed him the ball enough. He just doesn't get enough touches. Fantasy football is basically all about volume and value of the player in which round you take him in, if that makes any sense. Like the value that you get out of the player from where he's slotted to go. So, like I said, Brandon Cuts. The value isn't there. He's a little too inconsistent to be drafted in the sixth round. And we don't really know what Davis Mills is going to be like in year two. Yes, they're going to be down a lot, but he kind of needs to score more touchdowns. And the value, and the value just isn't there. Cordell Patterson had a breakout year and by week, I don't know, a little, half, a little more than halfway through the year, he wasn't the same. And he kind of shut down. DK Metcalf, I already talked about how I hate him. Lockett, and he's all right. A.J. Brown talked about same thing with Cooper and same thing with Judy. Players to target. I'm not going to give them all. Personally, I'm... I'm going to save this for... I think I'm going to start a fantasy football podcast with my brother. I don't know what it's going to be called yet. And I think we're going to get into this list a little more. Because there's a lot of players here. A lot. Hurry told you I really want CMC. But there are some guys on here that I kind of don't want to talk about. 
because I'm trying to win my own leads. So if you want to know who's on the list and who you want me to talk about more, DM me on Instagram at gangreen.capital. I'll be glad to tell you there. Um, or maybe I'll go live one day and I'll do some fantasy stuff, but it's kind of hard because I'm trying to win my leads. I know it made sense to the ones that play fantasy football. I, I, I think we're going to wrap it up. So that is episode 25, I believe, of fantasy football and training camp and some signings. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, hope you're not too mad at me for not going over some of the target list players, but I think next week maybe I'll go over some more. But again, it's only August 2nd, so the list will change probably a lot over the next few weeks. Uh, I got my drafts at the end of August, maybe even beginning of September, so a lot can happen between now and then. If any of you guys have some fantasy questions, definitely reach out at gangdrink.capital on Instagram and Definitely let me know if you have any questions. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at fantasy. I've, I've won a handful of leads in my leads in my life. So if you have any questions, just don't, don't be afraid to reach out. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out.